Welcome back to the Strictly Footy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be back. Second day in a row. Ah, getting back that consistency, Jared, bro. Getting back to that uh, consistency. Yeah, man. This is my favorite podcast of the season. Always love doing the previews. I leave myself open to being horrendously wrong on a lot of things. But I also nail a few things. So uh, it's good when you get those. Um, do you want to, just quickly before we get into it, obviously we're doing the season preview. Um, do you want to give everyone just a quick little overview of how it's running, just in terms of like how we're going to be grouping teams on the ladder and just how we're going to be explaining a few things? Because I think, you know, the further we get down, it could get a bit confusing. Yeah, okay. So uh, Vegas has put a little bit of a spanner into the works um, because part two of this podcast will come out after Vegas. We're going to cover uh, those four teams first in this um episode and then we're just going to run with the normal order you know the normal broncos bulldogs raiders and so on um i think we decided that we were going to do rangers uh for the latter and then once we've worked out the little nuances of it uh we might put something out that's uh just got our full ladder predictions in order so it's easy for you guys to follow yeah, this is a little bit off the cuff. So, like, we we haven't really sat down and done our ladder, like, fully yet. Um, but, you know, I think I think we've got enough of an idea as, after trials and stuff as to where each team is kind of in a fall that we're looking at. Um, so, I guess it's just about, I don't know, maybe, maybe just, yeah, just having a look at all the draw and the results and that and kind of figuring out where we see everyone falling and then we can kind of pinpoint uh, exact position for everyone because I think that's what we did last year. We were just kind of like Titans, 13th, 9th, 15th. Like this year it's a little bit harder to do that because there's so many different teams. Teams look way different. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess we're just going to kind of give our ranges and then eventually we'll put our full 1-17 to ladder together. Yeah, exactly. All right, mate. Well, I think... We can uh, jump into the first Brisbane the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, they're the first team anyway, so it works out well that they're they're in Vegas. Um, how are you expecting the Broncos to go this year? Um, well, the bracket I've got here is one to four, bro. I don't think they're going to fall off too much. Um, okay. I've seen a lot of people actually saying they may fall off a little bit, which which is a bit, I don't know. I don't agree with that at all, to be honest. Um, I don't think they'll take a backward step. If anything, I think they'll actually go forward. I think they're, uh, yeah, they lost Kurt Capewell. Um, yeah, they lost Herbie Farnworth. Yeah, they lost Tom Flagler. Those are three pretty big losses in terms of the grand final call that they had last year. But with people like Mariner and um, Jensen, which, which I spoke about yesterday, um, Towards the end of the team lists, and Piakura coming through, obviously, I think they've got enough to kind of make up for the people that they've lost. I, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be okay. Like they've still got the spine, like the star power. Reynolds, Man, Walsh, Man and Walsh are like what 22, 21. They're young as um, Piakura is only young. Stags is still twenty five, twenty six. Mariner's only twenty one. Like they've still got so many young blokes in there that. 
are getting better every single game, not every single year, every single game. So I don't really see them taking a backward step, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I think they might, if anything, they might start the season slow. Yep. Uh, they got a pretty rough draw, still trying to sort out new combinations. Like you said, they lost Flegler, Capel, and Farmworth. Cobbo's coming to the left yeah. side. So it's a bit for them to figure out. Um, so I think they could start the season a little bit slow, but I think by the back end of the season, they'll find themselves back in the top four. Yeah. I've, uh, well, I think I said, lowest they come as fifth, but I think they'll find their way back. So what do you want, one, one to five? Yeah, one to five. Yeah, I've got one to four. I think they'll be in that four. I don't... The, the way I think about these ladders is I don't see four teams stronger than them. Like... If you're if we're thinking okay Warriors so so say we got a solid six right of Penrith Brisbane Roosters South Warriors Melbourne right I don't think that the Broncos are the worst two teams out of those six no I don't think they are so like overall I'm talking they maybe in the first three weeks they could go on three like we don't know but what I'm kind of saying is I don't think. I don't think there's any way that they don't make the four. Like I think okay. after 24 games, the Brisbane Broncos will be um, in that four. I think they will be one of those four teams that are the best. I like they got a pack to handle anyone. Sure, they lost Flegler, but I think Jensen can come in and fill that role. Like I don't think he brings the same aggression or anything, but I think he'll get through a bit of work. And now you've got people like Wilson. Um, and Fletcher Baker, who can come off the bench and give you a little bit more um, as well. Obviously, they lost Palacia too, who I forgot to mention. He was outstanding in the grand final, but took him a little bit to cement his spot in um, that 17 last year too. Are you a little bit worried about their, their forward pack depth? Um, Not full pack depth overall. I'm worried about the second rows. Because last year you had the ability to plug a Palacio or a Piacura into a back row. Now one of them's starting and one of them's gone. So yep. that's really my concern that your next option is probably Jaden Hunt. They've, they Hunt. Have, they've put a lot of size onto um, Willison, who could play in the back row, but I, I think he's more molded into being a front rower now. But yeah, I think yep. yeah, next option is either Hunt or Carrigan with Hetherington at 13, isn't it? Like, so that's a bit scary for me. Oh, I still, I think that, let's say, let's say Payne Haas goes down. That'd be a major loss for any team. Yep. Yep. Or Carrigan, one of the two. I think then you're, what, starting Willison and Tapao comes to the bench? Um, I think Takura comes in, to be honest, if you're trying to replicate okay. oh, Haas's capabilities. I think that's who you got to bring in. I don't think you really got a choice. But yeah, 100%. Like, if you're relying on a rookie to come in and make that, you know, take that position up, then then you're in trouble. You know what I mean? That's Tigers sort of territory. So yeah. if, you, if you're like trying to be an established club like Penrith, sure, they brought Lindsay Smith in last year, right? But their go-to options before that were Matt Eisenhuth or Scott Sorensen before he moved out to the back row. You know what I mean? So, um, and then obviously they had Spencer Lenu there as well who could take up some extra minutes. So, yeah, if you're really trying to establish yourself, I think you're looking probably at more experienced forwards. So maybe you do bring Tapao in, but I mean, the good thing is that Carrigan, apart from his ACL, hasn't really had any injury issues, especially for the last couple of years. And Payne Haas, 
has never really had an injury issue, has he? Nah, not really. Not that I can remember, anyway. I was looking at um a post the other day, and, and do you know who I completely forgot about? Because I was like, I swear the Broncos, right, had another young gun forward that was coming through, right? Because I saw Pete Crew come in, and I was like, yeah, 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 Palacio's gone. We used to talk about them. Remember Rabati? Yeah, have you not heard the whole story? Yeah, I know what happened, but I'm just saying, like, bro, he completely slipped my mind. Because oh, he's, like, not, he's not with him anymore. Uh, bro, he's not with anyone anymore. Yeah. So, but, like, he was, he looked good. Like, okay, I'm talking on field. He yep. looked gone when he was playing. Everyone was kind of, everyone had big high hopes for him, and then he was just gone. So, I think he probably would have helped, but obviously off the field, he got, got himself into some trouble. Um, But, yeah, Broncos, I think that would be great. Do you think, okay, I've got a question. I know I've probably done a lot of the talking so far, but if Reese Walsh, Ezra Mam and that take another step, does that kind of make up for the impact left by Herbie Farnworth and Flegler and them? What's the next what's the next step for them? Well, just getting better. Like do you think Reese Walsh can get better or do you think this is kind of his level? Do you think Ezra Mam I think Ezra Mam can certainly get better than what he was last year. Yep, uh, Ezra Mam defensively could uh, use a bit of work. Um, I don't know. It's going to be hard to replicate. Ezra Mam scored like 18 tries last season. Yep, yeah. But if he can go to the next level and if Walsh can go to the next level, which is, I mean, basically best fullback in the game at that point, yeah, I think it, I think it probably does cover because you've also got, like you said, Piakura coming through. Um, yep. I think Jensen was uh, forgotten about a little bit. He, like yep. he was in in the Origin squad not too long ago. No, um, you proved that wrong. Oh, he wasn't. We proved that wrong. Yeah, don't you remember on that Broncos season review? I was like, oh, Jensen right. was in Origin, and then I looked. All right, well, he's a he's a solid prop. Uh, and yeah, we've got a bunch of other young guns coming through. So I don't think the losses are as big as what they seem. So if me and Man Walsh can take that step, yeah, I think, I think it'll become, uh, I, I think it'll make up for the losses. Okay. So another question, do you think last season was the best season of Herbie Farmworth will have in his career? I mean, it's too early to tell, but I don't think you'll have that same year on this year's Dolphins side. Okay. Yeah. Because what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get at is. If Cobo can come in and just replicate that production, right? If he can do the same thing, Herbie Farmworth then doesn't look as big a loss as we once saw. Like, if yep. Herbie Farmworth doesn't go on to be the next greatest center or, you know, do what he did last year to a higher degree, then you probably look back on that and say, yeah, we're actually all right. We're letting him go and bring Cobo in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, then you just lose Cobo on the wing, but, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, yeah, wing's probably the position you don't mind. Unless the unless that winger in your team's like a massive meter eater. Yeah. Yeah, you, you might need too much. And I was surprised yeah. Corey Oates didn't get mm. an on the left. Well, you want to talk about back rower stocks. I think he's probably an option as well, to be honest. Oh. If, he, if they really yeah. get down that, that bad. Yeah. Um, Wait. I just thought, I think Arthur's Mariner Walsh is very small. Back, yeah. what, back three. Um, yeah. um, 
I'm not sure which side each of them are going to line up on. I yeah. would have assumed Mariner on the right with Arthur's on the left because Arthur. Well, that's what played. I'm thinking. And Mariner's played right all trials. Yeah. But I don't know. Some of, the, that. some of the some of the podcasts uh, I haven't heard any mail, but some of the podcasts were predicting otherwise. So I'm not sure. That doesn't make much sense to me though. Like, yeah, neither. You would. I know Arthur's isn't exactly experienced, right? But he's played in the grand final. He's been there. He's done that. Like, he went there with the Broncos last year. Mariner wasn't. And if you're going to have Mariner, Cobo, Piakura, and Mam as your defensive edge, like, all relatively unexperienced, inexperienced, like, man, I I don't know. That's not getting Mariner on the left, though. Why is that? If if Mariner's on the left, attacking-wise, we all know where the Broncos are going. I reckon they'll start targeting the left more than the right. They've got Cubbo over there now. Mariner, I know, but that's not good. Cool. upside than Arthur's. Supercoach okay. helps me a lot. <laughs> I knew you were getting to that, but I don't think... I think Mariner on the right's better, bro, because otherwise yeah, I think right, your right edge attack is... Yeah, what? I think so too. Rags and Ricky, Arthur. Stags and Arthur's. Yeah, I agree with Defensively, you. good. Good as gold. But offensively, like, it's a little bit yep. iffy. Because Cobbo's just naturally, I'm not saying Jesse Arthur's is naturally talented. Obviously, he is. But Cobbo's just got that natural gift about him where he could just create something out of nothing. Arthur's yep. hasn't necessarily shown that yet in first grade. My initial option was just Arthur's to left center, Mariner to left wing. Cobbo stays on the wing, but obviously they've moved Cobbo out of position. But I probably would have preferred that, to be honest. Yep. But yeah, no. Anyway, what do I know? <laughs> what do I know? Uh, I would have even got Mariner in the center. I think as well. I think if one of them goes down, they've got enough coverage. I don't mind Corey Oates. I don't mind um, Boita even. If you want, yeah, maybe like Jordan Pereira. Back. Yeah, Jordan Pereira's around there. Carapani looked good in trials, although I don't yeah. know if he's going to get. He's in the top thirty. Yep. So they still got quite Ward. They still got oh, yeah. people down there, so I think they're all sort of for outside back stocks. But I yep. mean, yeah, I guess is Kurt Falls on a um a top thirty deal? No, he's not. So that's interesting as well. So it's Jock Madden and Josh Rogers who would come in. If uh yeah. An injury in arms. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think the Broncos will be challenging for a premiership again. Um, I think they'll probably aim to grow from their grand final experience last year. I don't think they'll really take a backward step like a lot of people think they may. Um, I think it'll be definitely a very interesting, interesting year for them, though, especially the start. And if they get it going, I don't know how you're going to keep them from scoring points. Well, you just can't, like, they're too electric. And I think the key to them this year is if they cut down on his errors. And I know it sounds um, like the obvious. If they cut down on those errors, they'll win games, but they will. And they got to a grand final last year with a lot of people, even Gus Gould saying, I'm not sure about the defense. I'm not sure about how many errors they make. So but that's... if they can cut that stuff down, keep their defense tight, they're going to be sweet. 
that's always the argument though. Like you're gonna make errors going for these going for the plays, and if they make the error, commentators and fans are gonna blast them. But if they pull off the play, they're the best touch they've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which we know they do quite often. They score more points. So yeah. it, it's about finding finding that mix. I think. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. A hundred percent. I really, really like the Broncos. I I was calling for a while while we we're doing our finals pods that uh, I reckon they'll win the com. They were about twenty minutes, twenty minutes of Nathan Cleary brilliance away from yeah taking it home and me looking like a genius. So yep. Anyway, you win some, you lose more. The last uh, thing I well not yeah. last thing, but the last the last position we haven't talked about is the hookers. I think Billy Walters holds that yeah. all year. Yeah, Just, I agree. Just watching Mo's, I've still got very high raps on him. I just, I'm not a hundred percent sure that he's ready for regular first grade yet. Yeah, that's fair enough too. So I think Smoothie will we'll stay on the bench. Yep. Yep, I agree with you. I agree with you. Have you got anything else on the Broncos before we move on? Um, nah, nothing I can think of, mate. No. Nah. All right. Well, let's move on. To the Manly Seagulls. Where, where, where have you... Oh, yeah, we already said the range. Never mind. We'll move on. Yeah. You said one to five, I said one to four, yeah? Yep. Yep, exactly. All right, Manly Seagulls, my team. Oh, I reckon... You take the floor, mate. You take the floor. I reckon we're the biggest swing side this season. I reckon we Mm -hmm. genuinely... If everything if everything comes good, we could be top four. If ever, like if things don't go so well with the exact same team, we could finish like near the bottom four. Mm. I think we have a massive range where we can yeah. finish, and it all depends how it clicks. That's very that's very interesting. So, what's your range for them? Like, are we no. talking absolute highest to absolute... Yeah, so ceiling to floor. Four ceiling to floor. Two, 13. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So if you had to compress it, what would you say, realistically? Realistically? Yeah. I'm going to go six to ten. That's exactly what I've got written down. Six to ten. I think... I think absolute ceiling, they could push past that. But like, keep keeping it realistic, six to ten. Yeah, no, I think that is realistic enough. Like, look at this manly side that got announced yesterday. Like, there's just quality everywhere. There's not. There are a few weak spots, obviously, but every yeah, team has a weak spot except Penrith, probably. I, I'd say our weak spot this this round is our probably our pack. Yeah, which they're gonna get better. You got, you got Lodge and Sipley coming back, who I think are massive upgrades. Um, I'd still like to see Jake, uh, move, move to prop, um, and have Nathan Brown as the lock. Yep. Um, I think we're full strength in the backs though. And the, and the halves. So your back line is turbo, Saab, Cola, Garrick, and Paulo. Yep. We're full strength where, there. Where do you rank that amongst the back lines in the comp? Just, just raw, just raw. Like you don't have to go and dive into every back line, but I'll rattle off a few Broncos. Walsh, Arthur's combo, Stags. Okay, yeah. I think you, Broncos. Bron- oh, oh, just back five? Yeah, just back five. 
I'd almost lean Manly, to be honest. Oh, far out. Yeah. You've got the better wingers. Just. You've got the better wingers. Yeah. Like, I think I think Arthur's probably gets Paulo, but I'm comparing Arthur's to Saab. I think Saab is better than Arthur's. Um, and if you compare Manly, Manly, there as well. Yeah. So I'm saying no, I'm just, just Manly. Sharks? Probably mainly. Yeah, I'm, I Dogs, do. I, I'm not ground, sure, yeah. but like they're all like that similar sort of. Yeah, not similar sort of level, but like they don't have that Tom Trevojevic. Like no. I, I don't think they have as much spark. Exactly. Uh, I'll give you a couple more. Storm. Avanazen, Coates, Warbrick, Remus Smith, Nick Mead. I'll probably go mainly again, man. Yeah. Warriors. Nick Cook's that. Allen. Rocco. I'll probably give that one to the Waz. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'll give it to the Waz too. I'll, I'll give you two more. Three more. Panthers. Penrith. Rabbitohs. Uh, to start the year or full strength? Full strength. Rabbitohs. Roosters. Roosters. And I'll throw one more in because it's a little hot take. Cowboys. Drink first turbo. Manly. Yeah, okay. So Manly, what we what we're kind of getting at is they got like a top four backline comp. Like yeah, their backline back. is pretty sick. And then you throw in their spine with DC, obviously who's probably a top three halfback in the comp. Yep. Top five if I'm top five if I'm giving a bit of a range, but he's definitely I think he's top three. Um, two. Yeah, I would I wouldn't have it too far off that. Uh, and Luke Brooks, who we know how talented he is, is just if he can fit into the system properly. Yep, that's one through seven, which is a very very strong one through seven, very strong lineup out there. And then you get to the pack like Lucky Croker, definitely no slash of a hooker. This is a big year for Homole. Yeah, Homole last year reminded me a lot of Viliami Kikau of twenty twenty two. Uh, a bit of a flat track bully, I felt against the top okay. tier teams. I felt like he, his impact wasn't as much there, but had no problem destroying the Tigers or the Bulldogs or the Dragons and teams like that. I don't know if you would agree with that, but that was kind of just my observation. Well, I think the whole team's a little bit like that at the moment. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough too. Like, I mean, you got to be quite brutally honest about Manly and just saying like, they struggle to put up a fight against the yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm doing my best not to be biased. Yeah. As so yeah. I I, so, I do think the whole team's a little bit like that. Because you think about some of the games, we put some of the teams that were around us on the ladder to the sword. Yeah. And yeah. then as soon as we got to those top sides, mm-hmm. like it can get ugly. So, if we just go back through Manly, right? You just got pumped by the Panthers. Did you play the Panthers once or twice last year? I feel like Why? you played them once. The second, twice. the second game, we didn't get pumped. I feel like, or at least they were to the end. like a chip off the first tackle or something. Yeah, and Schuster kicked it in open space, and Parker yeah. decided to volley the ball. Yeah, I think the scoreline ended up being a bit of a blowout, but I don't think. Yeah, they scored at the end. Good. I think. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you had that famous victory, everyone thinks, against Melbourne. 
Uh, I'll never forget that one. But like, I think the Broncos you struggled against in yep. Magic Round. We got smoked, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know, bro. My memory's kind of failing me at the moment. This flu's got me going crazy, but... Um, yeah, tur- Turbo, that game, that was probably one of his worst games. Like, he just... Yeah, it's like, coming back run. to me now. It's coming back to me now. But, like, that's that's what Manly has to build on, right? They've just got to get a ride against the top-tier teams, and that's easy to say, but that's what you got to do to be the best. you got to beat the best. Yep. And that's what, that's what I mean. Like, Hamole, I think as soon as his name started getting called for New South Wales, his form took a very harsh dip. Um, just obviously, we know that situation wasn't ideal last year as well. If it, Look, if he comes back in the second row, let's say when he's healthy, he slots straight back in. Like, I, I think if, he, if he's close to his best, he's a very, very good addition to that pack as well. Schuster? Yeah. If he only finished, stay like 2021 form. Yeah. I agree with that. I, yeah. I agree with you. Then you've I, got your second yeah. roles are Hamole and Schuster, which I think is a very good pairing. Let's say Jake and Paseca. I don't yeah. think, well, I think Jake's more of a defensive machine than um, running meters, but you got Paseca there. And then you got Brown, who I think is pretty solid too, with Sipley. Yeah. I would say I would be starting simply a Paseca with Jacob. For yeah, that's fine. I, I don't mind it. But you can't really go wrong. It's as weak as it was has been in the past. Yeah. It's definitely getting stronger, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, I guess just with just with Manly, like, there's just... You guys are so inconsistent, man, and it's actually so frustrating. Yeah. You just get so inconsistent, and... Like we saw you get you go punch out that game against Melbourne, and I think the next week you just got flogged. Luckily, sounds about right. But I remember specifically that game against Para that you just lost, where Brian Madison was playing six. Oh, yeah, we got harmed, didn't you? Yeah, without Origin players, but I understand that. Yeah. But Brian Madison yeah. was playing yeah. six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go back through a bit of the form from last year. Um, but yeah, so, so high hopes for Manly this year. I think we both kind of got, I think mm-hmm. it, as, as much as it pains me to say, as much as people think Brooks, has gone to Manly to relieve some of the pressure, the way the journalists and they were talking about him, I think it just heaps even more pressure on him to be honest with you, bro. Nah, I, I think on the field, going to Manly help him a lot. I do yeah. think there is some type of pressure on him. But, like, yeah. I, I just think, like, I don't know. I think it's on the field pressure they're talking about. Yeah. No, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, with Schuster last year, I thought it was unfair because, obviously, Foran wasn't, like, one of the greatest 5'8s in the game. But he's still Kieran Foran, and Kieran Foran to Manly is, like, he's a, he's a, he's a cult figure. Like, everyone loves him in, at Manly, so... It's hard yeah. to come in and fill those shoes. Um, Manly fans like, seem to love, seem to love books already. Yeah, I know. Far out. I mean, the amount of media in that I see of him as well is, is crazy. But and you know what I find funny, he hasn't yeah. played a game for Manly, but when he signed for us, there's a yeah. massive uproar from Manly fans as well. Like they hated the move. Yeah, because he just lost Latu. Yeah, and I, I think we'll never really know who won that until Latu starts playing consistent first grade because I think if Brooks comes out and smashes it this year, 
people will be very quick to say, oh, as if they let him go and they signed Latu. But, like, until we say Latu, we get consistent first game minutes, we're never really going to know who came out trumps. Um, yep. But just the first five rounds for Manly, you just go south into Roosters, into Para, into Dragons, into Panthers. That's a tough start. That's going to prove a lot about your team. I think if you just walk out with there with three, two or three wins, I think you can be happy. Yeah, exactly. I'm happy to... Are you talking about the first five? Yeah. Even if you only win two games. Like... Yeah. I, I like having tougher teams at the start of the year. It could perhaps be a little bit a little bit off. Mm. Uh, the Roosters at four pines. Yeah. We seem to do all right against, but I think them and Penrith will be a much harder game than the rest of them. Dragons, I think we can beat. Yeah. Um, the only issue is that's at Wynn Stadium. And yeah. the Dragons were playing pretty Dragons well. Show up at least. Especially early in the season as well. Yeah. Um, Parramatta at Combank makes things a little bit harder. We usually demolish them at Brookie. But, um, yep. uh, yeah, that, that'll be a tough game, I feel like. Yeah. South, I mean, they're missing a lot. So, I think that helps us as well. Yep. But yeah, Agreed. I think come out of those first five, I reckon we want three wins. Mm-hmm. I think if we win two, it'll be okay. You'd be okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. You got anything else for Manly, bro? I'm pretty much sorted. I think it's just one more. Actually, one more thing I will add. I think Yusuf's just got to work out this Garrick in the centers thing. Give it. I think it'll work time, well. But if it doesn't work, I think you just need to go to Leo. Yeah, because we got yeah, we can just go to out or even follow. Yeah, but the way it does it at right center to me, the way it works, the only way that this thing works, I mean, not the only way, but is if Garrick isn't just demanding the ball, which I don't think he will. But if they're using him as more of just an attacking weapon rather than a strike center, it'll be much better. Put that focus on the Cola man, because that guy is an absolute machine. Yeah, I think Garrick's roles. We're going to be, you might almost get cut out quite a bit because Cherry Evans mm. will either go short to Olakawatu or, or cut out some. Or, or, I mean, or he hits Garrick and Olakawatu is the lead runner. But Cooler's job on the edge was literally just to draw in and then just pass it straight to Saab. Yeah, exactly. Saab is down the wing. So I don't yeah. think Garrick's going to have too big a role on that edge. Yeah. Um, I think. Defensively, it puts a it puts a bigger body over there. Yeah. When you had Cherry Evans and Kyle together, and Saab's not the greatest defensively. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit weak. Um, I also really like Kyle on the left. It's his strongest side. So. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Anything else, mate? Um. Last thing, that fourteen jersey. I really hope it goes to Gordon. I think he just. I think he just fits it the best. Yeah. I, I for us, just too. Come I'm pretty high. Broker, complete opposite player, gets things moving. Yep. Yeah, I like it. All right, sweet. Uh, shall we move on? Yes. All right, let's move on to the South Sydney Rabbitohs, Jared. Your opposition in round one. A lot of injuries. Round one, obviously, Jack White suspended. Tyrone Monroe injured. Cody Walker in some doubt. Um, how are you feeling about South this year? I think round one will be difficult because they've got Richie Kanai and Jacob Gagai on an edge with yep. Jai Arrow who hasn't played out there for very long. Lockie Ilias, I don't know how the edge is going to hold up. But I think once White comes back in, you can move Tass over 
Um, and then it's really just Jacob Gagai as the inexperienced one on that side. I think yep. they'll be all right without the injuries. When Campbell Graham and that come back, they're going to be looking very, very strong. Okay. But no, that's what I think their, their season's going to look like. Didn't even mention Campbell Graham, did I? Um, so you think Campbell Graham comes back this year? I think he's rumored to be coming back towards the end of the year. Yep. Big um, before finals. Yeah, okay. So, I guess, uh, they're, they're really tough for me to rank because I was very high on them last year. But, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not convinced on their play style. I guess that's what it is. Okay. Um, I don't I don't like the call on the tongue to the left move. Yeah. Either. Um, I've said for a while now, I don't think Lockie Elias is the guy to take him to a championship, which, I mean, I think their premiership window is closing every year because they've got a few older guys like Cookie, like Walker. Yeah. Uh, that could move on. Yep. Yeah. I, I just think... I don't, I don't think they can win a premiership this year. Uh-huh. But I, I definitely think they could probably come first in the in the regular season. Yeah, I think they can. I just think by finals time, it's not it's not looking as good. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you for sure. Um I guess I guess just the thing for me is like they're just they're so I don't know, like last year, they didn't really have an identity. They started really well defensively, then fell off defensively. You picked up their attack. I feel like no, nothing together apart from maybe, let's say, three or four games would just look like together. They didn't look together. It looked like one side of the field was trying to do something. The other side of the field was trying to do something different. I feel like a lot of the attack was out of sync, which is very odd for South because the way where you were used to them attacking was like peppering that left edge. But I think Campbell Graham's growth forced it right a little bit more. And I think, yes, sure, it was kind of balancing it out, but I also think it took away from what was so strong about their side, which was just the left edge was just able to blaze everyone. Yep. Um, I mean, maybe they're going that way because White and Kalal Matangi are there now as well. Yep. Yeah, maybe maybe they're trying to get back to their strengths, but I don't know, man. Like, South, just a very confusing team for me. There's, like, my range for them I've got is three to six. Three to six. I don't think they'll finish in the top two just because of the amount of injuries they have. Yeah, but okay. yeah, I've got three to six. But, I mean, yeah, I, like I, could look, three to six. Could, I could look very stupid at the end of the year and we could be you know, watching them win, win the minor premiership and that, but... I don't know, bro. There's something, there's just, and I don't know what it is yet. Usually if I have like a little itch or well, an itch, that's a bit of a weird word to say, but like just an inkling or something's throwing me off a little bit, it, it might take me a couple of weeks and then I'll see it in the game. I'll be like, that's it. That's what was, you know, the issue for me. That was with the Warriors last year. It took me a while to work out, you know, just they weren't able to polish off the lower teams. You know, they weren't able to really close the game out. A lot of their games... They got a bit lazy in the last ten minutes, and it didn't take it didn't it didn't just pop up to me like instantly. It took me a few games to watch and be like, they're taking their foot off the gas here, like they're not going all the way with it, which is what's concerning me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But yeah. Yeah, I like that. Wild to understand. Range. It'll take me a while to understand. That thirty six range I think is bang on. Um the only issue I do have is if Latrell goes down. Yeah. We're talking about it in an earlier podcast as well. I just don't think they have that fullback depth. I mean, do you put Chai Gray there now after that trial? Because a lot of people just go, I'll just put Whiten back there. Yeah. It's like, I don't I don't see Whiten as a fullback. Like, he played that at the yeah, start of his career, and he didn't really cement a first-grade spot, did he, at fullback? No. Uh, he, yeah. he did, he did, but they didn't really have another option. Like, yeah, he, he wasn't... A lot of people had concerns about Jack Whiten. Like, a lot of Raiders fans were calling for them to not persist with him. Then they put him to six, and he won a Clive Churchill and a Dally M. So, um, that was the reason. It's a like fullback. Yeah. He doesn't like fullback either. So, I think he likes being a center, like, from what I'm hearing. So, I wouldn't move him out of there. I would personally maybe go Monroe. I think yeah, Monroe is possibly. a very good option. Uh, oh, yeah. Just, yeah, but even then, it's just like... It's just the ball playing. So maybe, like, I wouldn't go AJ. In years past, they've gone AJ. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Because I, I genuinely don't know where they go. Um, just on South, I found out Terrell Kalakala is in their New South Wales Cup squad again. Oh, so he is there. He's so really, maybe he's just not in the top 30 deal. He's in a new yeah. Wales Cup deal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But oh, like, even even then, I don't think he's an option. It's just, it's a bit grim if Latrell's not playing. Yeah. I mean, I and look, you can use that argument with any team. Like, for the Panthers, if Cleary goes down, you know, geez, that, like, we know that's going to affect them. But, like, with South, they're very star-reliant. Like, we saw when Cody Walker was out for a little bit last year, I think, well, we know when the troll was out, but Cody Walker missed a few games last year too, I believe. Yeah, with a calf issue or something. We we I saw think now if that happens, it's definitely Whiten. Oh, I think it's gonna be Hawkins, bro. Oh, okay. I just I, think, I mean I full Johnny Hawkins has back in. True. Don't hate it. Do not hate it. Actually, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just think it has to be. I, yeah, I'm, I'm just, a, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about that back seven depth. Apart from Tass, I don't think Tass is a winger either. No, no, and that's why, that's why I don't like that move. That's is why. Tass spelled with two A's or two S's? Two S's. Because on the NRO up here, these Isaiah Tass, like T A A S. Um. That is incorrect. So thank you so much, NRL, for not knowing the game. But is it really? Ah, it's two S's on Google and everything else. They're just messing up. All up. It's, it's just normal. Oh, right. I'm the only tracker. It's just had a typo. Gotcha. Yep. Um, yeah. South, look, I think they can go all the way. Seriously, like, I think they can. I think the injury is going to hurt them a little bit once they're back fully fit and firing. Like, I don't see any reason why they can't win the premiership this year. 
It's very reliant on that forward pack, but I like the early signs I've seen from Sean Kepi. Totola was great last year. Obviously, we know how good Kalama Tungi and Arrow are. Cam Murray, obviously, again, we know how good he is. Again, a lot of the pressure comes back on Ilias. A lot yeah, of pressure comes back on him. Um, he's got to he's got to kind of figure himself out this year, or I don't know how much longer they're going to be patient with him because, like, I know Cody Walker said he wants to play till forty, and um, I know the Trolls still young, and but they got an aging team. Like their their premiership window is not huge, I don't think. So they're going think, to get it right. I don't think they're going to make the switch to Dean Hawkins though, even if he doesn't, because it's kind of like going sideways. I think like Dean Hawkins is unproven in first grade. Do you think it's going sideways though? Like, I, I know you just said that, but do you think you flying out someone else's going sideways? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just think if they're going to replace Ilias, it's got to be with, mm. like, it's got to be a signing. But I don't think they have the cap space for it. No, I think you're right. I don't, I don't think they do have the cap space. But I don't think going with Hawkins is necessarily a lateral move because he actually offers like some differences. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess we've talked. I just mean, a lot. Are you just going to get another seven that's probably not ready to lead you to a a championship yet? And then you got to develop him again. Whereas at least Ilias has got that, you know, three, four years in first grade. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair play. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds for a tricky one. Like I said, three to six is probably the range I have him sitting at. Wouldn't be surprised if they finish first, but I can't see them personally finishing higher than third with some of the other teams uh, competing for that four. It's going to be a very very interesting year for them. Almost a make or yep. break year for Demetria, I feel, even though he got extended. Um, they've really got to kind of make it work this year. What do you think about Tellus Duncan not making the 17? you got to work for it, bro. For me, I feel like they're picking... In their opinion, who the best 17 is. I, okay. I think there's no reason for Kepi not to be there. Obviously, he, he had a crack in preseason, so um, he deserves his spot. I think Tatola's not getting dropped, so there's your, there's two front row spots. They're never going to drop Burgess. He's a veteran. Um, Havili, I think he was always going to be there, whether he was 14 or a, a bench forward. Um, Mawali was the one that surprised me. Host... I don't mind either because you can always move Arrow into the middle and chuck hosts on the edge. But while I, I expect it likely to be there. Really? That's yeah, surprising. I thought it was. I thought it was going to be Mawali. Um, we. I didn't think hosts would be there. Though. I thought it would be. Um, Duncan. Duncan. Yeah. Okay. Shaq Mitchell also being left off is a little bit of a surprise to me. That kind of talks. Yeah, about in our in our predicted team, we went Shaq Mitchell. I didn't mind Shaq Mitchell over Mawali either mm. but my pick was Malali because I didn't mind it and Rado's report wanted to go Shaq we went Shaq Mitchell he also yeah. was very good in the All-Stars game and great when he played yeah. in NRL last year so yeah yeah they got a yeah. bit of forward depth I think mean, finally forward depth's very nice that was one of the main criticisms of them uh, for the last yep. couple of years so alright anything else on South mate nah anything else on South no uh, I, I don't have anything to add on South. Um, just taking a quick look. No, nah, man, I, I think I think we've covered it from all angles. I don't think they're a, a really yeah. complex team going into this season. I think they're just going to be up there challenging again. 
Will Ilias be able to lead them around? I'm not too that, sure. That's really the big yeah. question. Jack Wan's fit, kind of hanging over them at the moment, I think. Yeah, Harm Sele might be a bit of a loss. Yeah, we didn't really touch on their losses, but he's really the only major one, um, isn't he? Yep. I don't feel like if you want to count Blake Paff as a bit of depth, then yeah, yeah. nah, no, no, yeah, I guess, but. Yeah, I think um, he's the only real major loss. I think he's going to be great for the Dragons too. So maybe they'll miss him a little bit, but I think Kepi can kind of replicate what he brought anyways in different ways, but can give him same sort of impact. Yep, agree. All right, let's move on to the Sydney Roosters. A team that is Ooh. very close to your heart, mate. Of course. I, have them, I rank them high every year. Even yep. when they're doing bad, I still think they're going to come back. I don't know. I just, I find it hard to doubt the Roosters. Yeah. Uh, not sure why. Um, reading their losses here, Fletcher Baker, he's gone to the Broncos. I think they've got more than enough forward depth to cover that. Mm-hmm. Even their back five, Jackson Paulo, like that's not a massive loss. Uh, neither's Momorowski. Drew Hutchinson, I think Sandon Smith's going to become that backup half. Yep. Um, Turpin, they got Connor Watson coming back from injury. Uh, Corey Allen, Nathan Brown, and Ben Thomas. So, overall, I think their losses aren't too big, and they gain Dom Young and Spencer Lemieux. Which are very nice little additions. Um, obviously, I think the first surprise is that Spencer Lemieux is starting in Vegas. I think a lot of people expected Terrell May. Yeah, I can't um, start. Given the fact that Spencer Lemieux, has he ever even started a game in the NRL? Oh, I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has, Place but one. it's definitely a very rare occasion that he does get the start. Um, look, to be honest, I think Dom Young is going to be brilliant. I don't know if he'll like ever really top the year that he had last year, but I think that'll probably be kind of his consistent, um, you know, play for the next what couple of years, however long he's on his Roosters contract. I don't think he'll really shatter anything that he did last year i think he'll just kind of play consistently at a high level spencer lenu is the big he's the big kind of swing signing though if he can step into a bigger role especially with jwh there i think it just brings him a lot more impact off the bench uh which i think is something they kind of struggle with over the last couple of years are looking at people like dylan napa for some games like they just some games they'll run three back rolls off the bench, you know what I mean? Or he can butcher. Like if Lenu can be can take that jump, I, I think it definitely boosts their ceiling quite a bit. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um looking at this team, I think they're back they're back five. Would you agree it's the best in the comp? Yes. When Billy Smith's being left out, yeah, yeah, for sure. Their forward depth is insane. Like they've got Angus Crichton sitting on the bench. Yeah. Uh, in, in the reserves, um, their bench is probably going to look something like Terrell May, Nat Butcher, Spencer Lainu. Gee. Like, and then they're still starting with, you know, Tupanua, Wong, Maria Hargreaves, Lindsay Collins, Victor Radley. Yeah. I think so, this team, I'm starting to think it's, it's just the halves. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what Luke we... Luke and Sam Walker aren't slouches, but like... Yeah. It's I think for man. I think we discussed that too, just their halves are pretty small. And you can't... 
have two halves that can be targeted so easily in defense. Yep. Um, look, they can make it work for sure. They're both talented enough to make it work. But for for other teams, you've got to be aware that that's the game plan. And maybe that's kind of the route that they're taking, having like Tupanua and Wong on the edges, two bigger bodies. Like I think Nat Butch is a little, he's stocky, but like he's not as big of a present as presence as some of those boys um but uh mate the range i've got for them is two to five i got them two to five i don't think they'll win the minor premiership uh that's my thing yeah and i don't to me it doesn't have anything to do with it i just don't think they'll win the minor premiership okay i i i think i'll finish in the four Fifth is only if they get a couple injuries and they kind of fall off a little bit. But to me, the only people the, the I only have three teams that can win the minor premiership, and that's Broncos, Panthers, or Storm. Yeah, I don't know. I think the Roosters have the depth to do it, especially in the regular season. Like players go down, they got a heap of guys that can just step up into it without yeah. losing too much. I think so. I think they could. I probably have them, you know, second, third. Yep. Um, and or. Of course, if they start slow, they could drop down to maybe a six if they come home strong. Yeah, so that, that was kind of my my thinking. I think they'll be pushing for that four though. Yeah, we push like uh, captain obvious. I know, but in years past, they've kind of gone into the finals just being like, and a lot of people have fallen for it. They're the roosters. They'll be fine. You never know what happens in a single game elimination. You get that top four, you secure that extra chance. And I think that's really what they, they should be aiming for this year. This may be the last, you know, couple of prime years of Tedesco. Kiri's just extended to the end of 25. So we don't know how longer he's how much longer he's going to be around. Um, Joey Manu, obviously, this is his last year, most people reckon. Swali'i's leaving at the end of the year. Like, they're going to go into a bit of a reset after this season. So this is, like, this core group here, this is their last chance to really give it a crack. JWH retiring, I didn't even mention. So they got quite a... We, we'll be talking about the Roosters in a different line next year, I feel. I think I think they've got a, a big 12 months ahead of them. Yep. And when I say it's only a halves, it feels weird to say because Luke Curie is a multiple-time winning 5A. Yeah. I know he's... Huh? Champion, yeah. Oh, yeah. What saying? And um, when you are... I know he's had injuries, things like that. I think he's been a little bit disappointing these last few years, especially when he's had to take on more of the load because, you know, they brought Sam Walker in, that lucky lamb there for a stage. Oh, um, yeah, they did too. So, yeah, he yeah. had to take on a lot more. Uh, I don't know if that's behind his form slump, but I think I said it in the Roosters preview uh, before. I think Sam Walker just has to be given the keys to be the main half. Yep. Um... Judging off his play style not now, I wouldn't mind him as a six if they had a halfback or if they went to sign a halfback. But I just think in the NRL, it can take some of these younger younger spine players a while to get into it. So you, you kind of got to give him the time to do that. It's like Sam Walker's still only 21. Yeah, I know. How crazy is that? It feels like he's been around forever. I know he's only he's only twenty one still, so he's going to develop as a halfback, and he's going to be an incredible one. So yeah. I think maybe you just keep him there. You don't look for a seven, but um, yeah, yeah, I think those two are the guys that are going to have to 
really step up if they're going to win the premiership this year. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% on board with that, bro. Like, and like you said, it's weird to say, because Luke Keery, I'm pretty sure he literally won a Clive as well. I think he won a Clive against Melbourne uh, a couple of years back in their first premiership before yep. they went on to beat the Raiders the second time. But, like, man, just, he's got to do more. He's got to do more. Um, I feel like sometimes both the halves disappear in the middle of the game, which does not uh, help Brendan Smith whatsoever. I think he's a big question mark this year too. How how are they going to kind of manage him? Um, just a, a question. You see Nat Butcher on the bench. Do you think that's a permanent role or do you think they're just ramping him back up? Nat Butcher on the bench? Mm. No, nah, I think it's permanent. Yeah, and, and where do you think he comes on? Um, I think one of the Roosters' back rowers will get a spell. So probably spend yeah. 20 minutes on the edge. I'm not sure whether that's Wong or Tupanua. And then I yeah. think the rest of the game he'll play middle. See, I disagree. I reckon both the back, the back rowers are going to play 80. I think Butcher's going to come in for to give Radley a stint. Um, See, I, I was just about to say that as well. To get When we we're going to get to Terrell May, I was going to say... Maybe they just give Radley a stint. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be yeah, just to sort out those middle minutes. Because you think when JWH comes back in, he's going to have to take over from one of Butcher, Nafahu White, or um, Terrell May. I think it'll be probably assume it'll be White, right? Who's there? And he'll probably start. Who's there to play front row, right? Yep. So for me, Butcher looks like a straight rotation with Radley. Because I don't see Radley playing 80 minutes. I kind of forgot that Butcher was a lock quite a bit yeah. as well. Yeah. He was just kind of a makeshift back rower, especially but for no. I, I think Radley, at, at bare minimum, should be on like 55 minutes. That's the only yeah. minutes Butcher. I think he deserves way more. Mm. Like, he deserved his kangaroos job. But I think, you can also, I think you can also push Radley into the front row for a little bit too, if you really want to give your props an extended stint. So, yeah, maybe he does come in for a Wong or something. Mm. Like, Terrell May needs minutes. Lindsay Collins needs minutes. Rhea Hargreaves needs minutes. Mm. And I think, you know, I really... This kind of links into my next point, which is, do you agree with Sam and Smith? <laughs> well, I was saying, I was saying yesterday. Um, I was saying yesterday, I had Sam and Smith in my 14. Yeah, that was before you reminded me Connor Watson even existed. Um, but you know, I'm still going to take credit for that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm just, I don't hate it though. I don't hate it. I'm just thinking if you're going to have Connor Watson there, it'd be more of a one-two punch and then Brandon Smith would take up middle minutes, which I don't think they want. Mm. Cause I think you need to give Terrell May that for like 40 minutes. Cause the impact he can make in that yeah. one is just insane. Because then you give Spencer Lenu, you know, he's normal 30, 30, 35. Maria Hargreaves, Lindsay Collins, Victor Radley, Nat Butcher share the rest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. And if there is an injury in the back row, you can always just, you know, put Nat Butcher there. Bring Cry yeah, well, on the bench. If, if it goes further than one round, that's not the worst thing in the world. If someone gets injured, you could just bring the New South Wales and Kangaroos back rower, you know, from, from 19th man onto the bench or something. 
you know, some just like that. Some, exactly. you know, you know, you could just, you could just bring that former Australian representative Angus Crime onto your bench. They must be struggling so much, you know, to have to do that. Exactly. So you think both Roosters guys play 80 minutes? I have a feeling, yeah. I feel like Tupanua is more effective playing 80. Um, and in kind of a bigger role, I guess. I don't know. It's a it's a weird one. It's definitely a weird one. So trying to figure out these are So you reckon, how, how many minutes does JWH usually play? Let me get this up. Um, I think he's usually a... Oh, 40 to 50. I know in the COVID years, he was playing like 80 because they had so many injuries. But I'd say this year, they're probably going 40 to 50. Why rare heart graze minutes? It looks like, yeah, he usually plays... There's a few games here where he played 60s at the back end, but they had so many injuries. Yeah. It's usually in that 40 to 55 mark. So if you give him, say, 45 minutes... I think you're happy with Lenny getting that 35. It's just a pen. Yeah, Lenny is 45. So let's say, let's say 45, 35. What's that? 80. You got yeah. 80 more minutes to give out between May, Butcher, and Lindsay Collins. Lindsay Collins. That's why I feel like Butcher's there but, for that. But there's only 80 minutes to give out between those three. I think you can go 55. No, a 45-35 with May or 50-30. Maybe you go... Oh, and we're giving Radley a step as well. There's 80 yeah. minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I don't mind it. I think you can manage it. Yeah, I think you uh, can too. So just one quick question before we move on. Who? What's your back line looking like? Because I know I've already stated that Billy Smith's in there for me over Swali, But I'm assuming you're going to go... Both the Josephs in the centers with Dom Young on the wing. I think that's what they will do. What would you? Do? Oh, I would probably, I'd probably go Billy Smith. Mm. Like it's so hard to leave Swali out of the side. It yeah, he really is. But like, I just don't think he's a center, and I think Dom Young would do a better job on the wing. I agree. I agree. All right, shall we move on then? Yep. Happy to move on. That, that's all, all right. Vegas teams wrapped up. All right, bro. Moving on to our non-Vegas teams, the Canberra Raiders. What is uh, uh, first of all before we get into anything? I want to know what your range is. Oh, ten to seventeen. Ten to seventeen. Huge range. Huge range. Pain is nuts, bro. We don't, you don't know how how close I think some of these teams are in the comp this year. Uh, mm. Like, I think this comp is one of the closest I've ever seen. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, massive range. Interesting. So, I've got 13 to 17. Okay. Like, oh, it's hard, bro. So, obviously, the way I did the Broncos thing was like, here's the six teams I think can make the four. Do I think the Broncos are the worst two? Worst of, you know, the one of the two worst out of that list. I don't think they are. So the way I look at this is, all right, I've got the Raiders here. Do I think they're better than the Titans? No. Do I think they're better than the Knights? No. The Cowboys? No. The Eels? No. 
You know, so I think that leaves them grouped in with the Dragons, Tigers. I'm going to explain my oh, thinking oh. to you. Dolphins. Yeah. Explain, explain it. Explain it. Now, there's more than one reason, so, so don't just come at me for one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, was, I was impressed with them in trials. That's the yep. first thing. The second thing is we know that we can underrate them every year and they just somehow come out and win way more games than we're expecting them to. Yeah, that is true. Third thing, I know I've been absolutely demolishing them all year, but that was going into the season with Chevy Stewart and then one of Ethan Strange or... Mm, K.O. Weeks. Or K.O. Weeks in the halves. And then if there's an injury, then they run Ethan Strange and K.O. Weeks. Like, it gets a little bit grim. Yeah. But I think Rapinar, while he's not the greatest fullback, I think that puts a little bit more experience and class back into their spine. Mm-hmm. Ethan Strange, especially defensively, looked very, very good in that trial against a full-strength Cowboys left edge. Um, I love that Seb Chris has moved back to the centers. Yeah. We're not running strange at center, um, with, with Timiko. I just, I just like, I, I like the team a lot more. I think it looks better with Rappiner at fullback, Chris in the centers. Definitely evens out. Quite I a thought bit. strange was very, very good. Yeah. Definitely evens out pack, quite a bit. They've added Hosking. They've added Morgan Smithies. Who looked great. All right, Ed. Yep. He looked really good in that limited time that he played. So, I'm just saying, I know the comps got stronger. They finished eighth last year. They've added Hosking, Morgan Smithies. They've lost Whiten. It's not horrible. Yeah. That, that's why I'm thinking horrible. they could start to creep a little bit higher. Mm, you're kind of convincing me as we go. I guess I just think about the star power and all the other teams. I don't see that in Canada. Yeah. Like yeah. Canberra are very, they're, they're like a jack of all trades, master of none, right? They don't really have that X factor player. You could yep. argue maybe it's like Hudson Young, because we saw when, you know, they made their finals push in 22, Hudson Young was playing out of his mind. But I don't think you can rely on a back row to do all that. It's got to be one of yep. those spine players. To me, they have probably the worst spine in the comp. Yeah, especially if there's an injury. Because even if they're going to worries me in the back business, I think it's 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 them or the dogs. And to me, I think the dogs have the definitely the better spine right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, not definitely, but they do. That's my only issue, and we know that watching a team play, then that that the spine is pretty integral into winning a game. Um. So that's my only concern. People will make the, the argument about the forwards, but to me last year, and again, this might sound biased, the Tigers had one of the better four packs in the comp and still couldn't win any games because their halves couldn't get them around the park. Yeah. So, and I know Fogarty is is a good halfback. He's a good halfback, but how good can he go? This is his team, his team. Like he has to get them around everywhere. He doesn't yeah. have a choice now to sit back and let Wyden do it. Um, we saw a lot of the times last year, I can definitely remember back to the Dolphins game where I believe they beat the Dolphins in Golden Point. Fogarty kicked the field goal, but it took them a long time to ice that game. A long time. So I guess it's just about stepping up and just being better um, with that sort of stuff. But Yep. And I don't think they're going to finish as far as 10th. Yeah, I'm just, that's just their absolute ceiling. But yeah, 
down a little bit, down the ladder yeah. a little bit, but I, I can see it happening. Right, okay. And I thought they played very, very good in the trials overall. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I thought I definitely saw some encouraging signs. Timiko looks ready to ready to have a big breakout year uh, if he didn't already have that last year. Tarpany looked outstanding for the multi-team. Um, as you said, Smithies look great, so it's another good problem to have when uh, Big Red comes back. I think, I think, yeah, they'll all do it for you. Great too. All being and was a fullback. Yeah. Um, Asamoah. I think they were ridiculous. Yeah, Asamoah didn't have his his greatest showing. Yeah, no, I don't think he's got the spot. I mean, we Savage and Hopawati. Yeah. Well, it looks like it. I'm glad for Savage though. Oh yeah. I think he deserves it. Uh, no, nah, it must have been someone else I'm thinking about. Hopewell's stats aren't insane. Right. Was it Sherlock? There was some back that had like 100 post-contact meters last week. What, for the Raiders or just at all? Nah, it must have been just at all. I thought it was... It was RTS. Party. Was it? Well, yeah, it was RTS. Yeah, okay. There you go. Um, I think there was another one too. Hodgson had him as well. Bailey yep. Hodgson. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Canberra, not really much to touch on this side apart from Jack White. It's, it's pretty similar to what we saw last year. I don't think much will change how they play. Rapana, even though he's not my favourite option at fullback, I think he's really the best option they've got. Um, yeah, I think we saw Chevy is probably not really ready for full-time first grade. I think a long-term as well, Rapana's retiring at the end of the year, so it gives them like... Gives them that stopgap that they probably need at fullback. Yeah. No, I don't hate it at all. I think they can use some of their cap space they'll have next year to kind of go and get someone too, um, which I think they should be able to get someone. I'd be looking towards Kinney or uh, even Kate Dykes or someone like that, trying to bring someone through. If the Dragons don't bring back Sloan, I'd probably have a crack at him. I think there's definitely options on the market that you can go to if Chevy, again, is one one year away next year yeah he's still only like 18 years old so i wouldn't be rushing him too much the tigers from post experience have brushed quite a few juniors and it's not put them in the best position so they're the club or the player so they just need to take their time and it looks like camera going to be patient with him anyways yep anything else for camera i guess it's just a hooking battle that we're still waiting to see um i think they're all about on the same level though starling will be the 14 um I think Levi and the, put a, I say it every little. every year. Starling was supposed to break out like every year from now. Every year mm. from like the last three years. He did go through some stuff off the field though. But okay. I mean you said this about Corey Horsburgh and then he exploded last year. Yeah, Maybe this year the year of the Starling. Maybe this year he does it. Yep. But yeah. Um You're right, I didn't what, know that about Horsburgh last year. You did. You did. Um wing spots. Not really much to talk about. Like you said, Savage and Hopawati. I think that's... They've just got a bunch of guys on level again. Yeah. And centers. But Schiller what? out there. Kotri. Schiller. Schiller's the only other option, I think, when Chris is back, where he could go on the wing. Yeah. So I think that's the little thing to keep an eye on. Because Savage was playing on the left. Schiller, when he's played on the wing, he's played on the right. So maybe that's another maybe that's another avenue they might go down. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure. All right, anything else for Canberra, mate? Nah. 
Good right. to have on. So your range was 10 to 17, yeah? Your range was ah. 10 to 17. Your range was 10 to 17. All right, beautiful. Yep. Yep. Moving on to the yep. dogs, mates. Talk to me. Is it probably one of the bigger teams to talk about in the preview? There's just so much going on with them. Um, my range for them, I don't, I can't see them improving out of this world. I think it's going to be that 13 to 17. Okay. I've got 11 to 16. Okay. I don't think they'll get the spoon. Yep. I think they, 16, I know 16's like, oh, it's the second last. I don't think they will get the spoon. I think it's, I don't know who's going to get the spoon, to be honest. I think there's like, it's a hard one, isn't it? I think there's three, I think the Tigers could still get it. I don't think they will, but I think they could still get it. Okay. Like I could see a lot of teams getting the spoon. So, yeah. But I just don't think it'll be the dogs. I don't think, I I think, you know what? You know why? Critton, Critton. (laughs) Critter, Adokar, Marnie, and... Like that and kick out, kick out. They've all won a lot of games in their life. Okay. I just, I think they got like they got. Surely, surely, Crichton's not going to allow them to come last. That's literally what I'm thinking. Like he's the captain now. He's <laughs> going to set the tone. Like surely, surely he's not going to. Let's let's just talk about that quickly. You have you come around to the idea of Crichton at captain yet? From what I saw on the weekend, yeah. Because he was like jeeing up all the boys, like he's on the sidelines running around clapping. Like, I yeah, actually, from more sometimes that's how he's at training, too. Yeah, sometimes, uh, yeah, looking back, sometimes it's actually not bad to have like everyone's favorite player as your captain. <laughs> yeah, but, when I saw it, I hated it for like five minutes. Yeah, and then I just thought about it more deeply. No one's been there longer than two Mom, years. Yeah, so it's not like oh, they're just throwing some new guy the captain, they're all still semi-new to this Bulldog side. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he's won three titles. Yeah. Well, that was the main thing I thought Back about. to back like, to back. He's an origin player. Because play for Samoa. Yeah. He's only 23. Mm. 23 years of age. He's played 100 in NRL games and won three comps. It was a bit hypocritical of me to uh, come on here and be like, oh, oh, the... You know, Crichton hasn't even been there for four months just because he comes from Penrith and we literally had Appy as our captain last year and this year. So, yeah, uh, I can't really talk. Yeah. And I thought Appy um, was the best option. Speaking of that back five, I wouldn't be surprised if, say, by round 10, Crichton's at fullback. Neither. I would love to see Papali get a run, though. And I think Tracy will come onto the, into the left centre. Always, I would love Sherry to just get that left center spot and just cork. Yep, my ideal back line. Uh, it's gonna be Tracy or Karaz because Karaz has been trained at center recently. This is my ideal back line. Tracy at one, Fox, yes, and Wilson slash Karaz. I'm gonna sit on the fence. I'm gonna go to that fence pole and put it straight up my Jackson. And then Cherry and Crichton. Yep. Agree. I think that's the strongest they can run out with, which is not a horrible backline. Like, I thought Tracy was pretty solid last year. We were even questioning whether they should bring, like, the Sharks should have brought Will Kennedy back in or just kept going with Connor Tracy. Um, 
he, he's kind of a minimal fullback who doesn't overplay his hand. So I don't mind it. He's a lot more yeah. solid there. The only thing is he's not... And, and people will say, oh, but Tracy, he, he's, you know, he's not a fullback. Well, neither Crichton, neither's Taff, in my opinion. So if you want to go for your the guy that's been fullback forever, you're looking at Papali, who's 18 years old. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Crichton at fullback. I think Tracy is the ideal option, but I was listening to Guru. I think he made a pretty good point. Um, yep. I know we didn't like Crichton at fullback when he did it for Penrith, especially in that World Club Challenge. Just don't think he has that those uh, ball playing skills or maybe the positional skills. I don't know what was going wrong. Yeah, something just didn't seem right. But he made a good point in this Bulldog side. You kind of got to get your best players to those major positions. And like, what if Crichton explodes? Like he hasn't played a lot of fullback. He hasn't really had the chance. Yeah, but like if if Crichton explodes at fullback, like he's a very very talented player. It's every chance it could happen. I think you got to try it. I agree with you. I think you got to give it a crack. Give I'm it a crack. Pretty, if it doesn't work, yeah. go Tracy. Yeah, I just think I but, personally I would have Crichton there, but I don't think they'll put him there. I think it'll either be Tracy, Taff, or Papali. Yeah. To be honest, the the only the only problem with that is you're starting the season with Taff. Say you get six rounds in, then you go to Crichton, you give that eight to ten weeks, and then you go on a trace. Like, it's a, it's a lot of moving. Well, and this is what happened with, again, bringing it back to my club, with the Tigers last year. Dane Laurie round one, then I went to Dewey, then I went to Staines, then I went to Buller. Like, I just kept yeah. flipping, flipping, flipping. They finally settled on Buller, but what? The dog's going to go Taff, then Crichton, then Tracy, then Papali? Like, you can't just keep doing that. That's not going to help Birdo either. You need yep. to pick and stick for a couple of weeks, maybe even four or five weeks, and then figure out where you're going from there. I don't think the Bulldogs have a chance at making the finals this year. Um, so just play around and see how you go. Yeah. And build it up. Death back there as well. Like, when you got Kiraz and uh, a young gun like Papali missing the team, like, you, you got Nebs there. And Tracy. Like, yeah, for sure. The back five, I don't think uh, I don't think it's an issue for the for the dogs. No, not at all. I agree with you. I I think the dogs just need to play their cards right this year. Just be safe. Um, I guess another talking point that's come out of trials is Sabu at thirteen. A lot of people are liking the look of him. I like the look of him personally. I'd still be leading Curran though. Yeah, every day. I think he's he's proved a lot more. I think he's had form where people have considered him for Origin. Uh, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um twenty twenty two, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a lot there's a lot to like about current. Um obviously Gus Gould came out like we were talking about yesterday and said him and Sam Hughes were suffering from a virus which kept them two low minutes. Sam Hughes yep. is also someone I really like the look of though. Yeah, I think Sam Hughes is gonna get like start probably at forty, forty five minutes. Uh huh. Yeah. Um I think that'd be a role. So you're happy with Hutcher at seven? I'm happy that I would go Hutcher at seven. I know he didn't. I would go Hutcher at seven. I'm not entirely happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd, I'd do it. I think defensively is probably the best option there. That's kind of what yeah. they need. Because um, Serraldo, obviously, we know he's responsible for the systems that Penrith built. Um, but, mm. I'm talking about long-term, 
Like yeah. go, going back to finals, I don't know if Hutch is my halfback. But listen, do you think Sexton's a long-term halfback? No. Nah. So it doesn't really matter, does it? Well, yeah, I, I'm saying I'll play Hutch now, but I think they're going to look elsewhere. Mm. I don't know who they're going to go for, but... Neither. Hutch, uh, that's why the Tigers had to pay off for Luai. That's why uh, Eels paid so much to extend uh, Moses. That's why halfbacks are such big money, bro, because they're so hard to come by. Like, I know we always talk about Lewis Dodd and Pezzett, but that's why. Like, yep. because otherwise you're just picking it, you know, reserve graders. Who can come in and be very solid at halfbacks? Don't get me wrong. But you want to get the pick it a bunch if you're trying to make a push to finals. So they do have Mitch Woods. Especially when you got that back five. Mm. They do have Mitch Woods coming through, though, who yep. they're very high on. Very high on. So maybe maybe their option is just to kind of stop gapping over until he's first grade ready. Um, obviously, SG Ball last year, he won the comp with them. Mm-hmm. It was SG Ball or was it Flake? I think it was SG Ball. Anyway. Well, no, nah, it would have been Flake. You think it was Flake? Because they didn't win SG Ball. Who won SG Ball? Uh, Para. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Thank you. Yeah, so Jersey Flag, Mitch Woods. I think he's only 17 years old, maybe turning 18 this year. Um, but yeah, they're very high on him. They had to fight off quite a few clubs to keep him too. So mm-hmm. I think I think he's probably the long-term option. Gus Gould is very persistent in talking about, you know, the juniors coming through. We're getting our pathways prepared for the future. So I think that's probably where they're, they're looking to go. I don't think they're going to go to the market and sign a big money half. Yeah, it's literally just their middle middles and maybe a halfback. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't mind kick our Preston current. No, like, <laughs> I I think any team would be happy with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, and starting... by all reports, they just it seems like I think they're gonna try to spend the money on a halfback long term. Okay. And I think it seems like they're just gonna bring their their young kids through. I'd be waiting middle. for Mitch. I'd be waiting for Mitch Woods and then going yeah. out and trying to get a big money front rower, I think. Okay. Even if even if like even not not a big money front row, but a first grade front row. Even if it's like one of the yep. Saifidi boys. Just go yep. get him. That's another middle. You know what I mean? We've seen teams win comps where their pack or make or make big finals runs where their pack isn't necessarily up there with the best in the comp. Saw South do it in twenty twenty. Um, not a lot of people thought they had one of the greatest packs of all time. They just had a lot of, yeah. you know, through one through seven, they had a lot of star power. So yep. I think it's just, you know, just got to find that kind of balance. Um, and then I think the middles can kind of thrive off what the halves are doing. They got a lot of these guys that can break out as well, like Mitch Woods, um, Hughes, Morin, uh, Katoga, like all these guys could be very, very good mm. NRL players if they're developed right. Yeah. 100%. Harrison Edwards, everyone seems to forget about him. Yeah, I liked him last year too. Yeah. Um. Last last points are the yep. nines. I think Marty's in for, he, he needs to have a big year. Yeah. I think it was very, very underwhelming last year. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm, I like the fact that they're going to give him a spell. I hope he plays mm-hmm. like 60 minutes, 65 minutes. I think yep. sometimes he does a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you there. The comp had missed tackles last year. I think that's just from him flying, flying out of the line to put big shots on, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and like we say, not every missed tackle is actually a missed tackle. It's just like, oh, maybe you knocked him back and somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just, I'm not convinced with Kurt Mann as the 14. Yep. Like, I think they've got enough on the bench that can play middle, that can play lock. I, I think just as a number nine, I don't see Kurt Mann as that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're thinking if there's a backline injury, he can cover that. Do you remember when he played center for Newcastle? Yep. I remember when he played center for Melbourne and the Dragons too. Yeah. So, I mean, he can cover them, but Josh Papali's there if you want to bring him in. I really like the look of this Bailey Hayward guy. Yes. So did I. He was very good. I do like Beyond Iodo. I don't think he's an option for this year though, but yeah, I'm just... I'd be concerned about uh about their fourteen. Fourteen, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yep. Nah, well, that's all. No, nah, that's all. I just don't think it's the right option. But anyway, uh, moving on to the Sharkies. Now, this is a team I was very high on. Uh, to start the off season, now it has crashed. It has crashed. So what's your what's your range for the Sharks? Five to ten. I've got seven to ten. Okay. Talk to me. Talk to me. You don't think they'll make the top four? I think there's a lot of teams to improve. I think there's a lot of teams that are coming good. I think there's a lot of teams that can bounce back. And the Sharks are just putting on the same thing. (laughs) They're not any of them. And I'm not convinced that they're going to take this next step and start beating the top teams and winning those massive games. I'm not convinced until they make a purely because you have changed. Yeah, exactly. Like not just their team, like the way they play, everything just seems the same. Yeah, which is weird because the first season where they were up, right when they lost to the Cowboys and South, they went back to back out. Was it? Yep. Yeah. That year, their defense was amazing. It was their attack that was clunky and didn't really come together. Then this year, it's like they spent all offseason working on their, well, this year, 2023. It's like they spent the whole offseason working on attack, 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 attack. They just forgot about the defense. So mm-hmm. what what's going to, like, they've always been lacking in one side of the field. Whether they can put it all together and have the defense rolling with the attack, I don't. I don't think they can. They've got the same core group of players. I'm just looking at it like last year they had a similar team, but uh, I think Britton Nicola took a massive, massive step forward. Yeah, I think Tommy Hazelton appeared out of nowhere as a guy that played very valuable minutes off the bench. I think Cam McInnes as a bench player had probably one of the better years of his career outside outside of when he was starting at the Dragons, obviously. Yep. Um, I think a lot of guys had like breakout career years. I think Wilton as well took a massive step forward until he did his ACL. Yep. And even then, like they got to finals and they just didn't do anything. Yeah. Those big games, they still, they still weren't winning. So, and to go in with the same team again, I just and yeah, I think I'm, big, I'm a bit worried. the The main reason they kind of turned around last year is because Wade Graham came back in. 
he fixed up a little bit of that defense on the left edge. So he goes out once again and it's like, where do we go from here? Where, like, McInnes has to start at 13. Like, I'm sorry, Fanukin, you've had a great career. McInnes has to start at 13. Has to. He won't, though. <laughs> I know. Like, bro, I'm saying he has to, bro. And I'd be more than happy if they want to start Oregon Kafusi and Bryce Hunt. They look really good against the, the Bulldogs as a starting front row pairing. Yep. Like, there should be no spots. They have a, there should be no jerseys except for Nikos that are safe. Nikos and Braley's. I just wanted them to and Nick change something around. Yeah. Something. Like like I said, McInnes starting. Cool. Um, what else? Even though Ira wasn't great in trials, put Ira in the center, see what happens. Yeah. Talakai off the bench or Talakai starting left edge second row. Like I just wanted to see something from them and they just didn't. They haven't done that. And last year they, they changed. They went Talakai off the bench. They put Herodi in. They yeah. didn't play, you know. Like, yep. that's what made no sense to me. Nah, no, 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 no. They put Tracy in. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I think Hirodi, Hirodi played, played yeah. wing. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. But you get what I'm saying? It? Yeah. Even Tracy, Tracy, Tracy to center. What? It made no sense. He's playing fullback all year in cut. Yeah, like, and by the way, Carl Ira ended up being the New South Wales Cup Player of the Year, not just the Sharks Player of the Year, mm. the New South Wales Cup Player of the Year. Yeah, don't give him a crack though. Looks a lot like Nick Kyrgios, by the way. So, what did you see that post from Bloke the other day with him in the CBA shirt? Yeah, yeah. but I was like, is that Nick Kyrgios, bro? And then I had to read the description; it wasn't him. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think Ito in, in its center. Um, Trindle, I don't think he's got a mortgage on that jersey. I don't think he's locked in. I think he is only because I don't see they don't. What else uh, do. mate, bro, honestly, if they're like tenth through ten rounds, put Kate Dice in there, bro. What have you got? What have you got to lose? You got nothing to lose. Or Daniel Ackerman, I like or someone. I like the look of uh, Puru, but then yeah. you'd have to move Nico to six, which I don't even mind that either. I hate that. Well, if he stays on the same okay. side of the field, you just take that number okay. off him. And Puru seems like more of a game manager anyway. Yeah. Okay. What about this, though? What if Nico and Trindle is just a case of Walker and Kiri, where you just slap the six on Nico's back and slap the seven on Trindle's back, and it changes everything? That's what happened with the Roosters. Because they were going yeah. seven Kiri, six Walker. As soon as they went seven Walker, six Kiri, it's like, what is who is this football team? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe it's just a case of that. I think Hines plays a bit more like a six as well. Like a, a very yeah. ball dominant six, but I don't see that game management side of him. Yeah. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of Cam Munster. He, he floats around the ball. Yeah. Cam Munster, I think uh, he reminds me a lot of, especially when like Brady Croft was there. Cam yeah. Munster was very ball dominant. So yeah, he he does remind me quite a bit of like, like an OG came on, so he he's just he's not a top seven because he's this like top level game manager. It's because his hands are all over the ball. He's always he's, with players. To me, he's the best attacking seven in the comp. I know people will say it's clear, it's clear. No, no, like Nico can do everything in the attack. It's just his defense lets him down, and his game manager and his kicking game sometimes let him down. But 
in terms of pure attacking talent, the, I think he's. I think I I'd probably have him tied to be honest with who Cleary. Yeah, attacking. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go hot take and say Nico. But I got. I mean, I, I got, can't really disagree with Cleary. But you know, I'm gonna hang my balls over there. Um, yep. Yeah, the Sharks. Obviously, they're just. They're just the Sharks. They're just the same team every year. Like the whole Fitzgibbon there has just been run it back, run it back. Yeah. Whether it's a hot take or not, I know I just said I have them six to ten, but mm. right now I have them tenth. Yeah, I don't think that's a hot take at all. Well, I don't and have this in the. And then they get AFB the next year, and they go skyrocket. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So bad. They start yeah. the Kinnison and Fenua Blake, like, bro. That... Suddenly, that's insane. Yeah, I do really like it. But I just hope they don't just sit there and wait for Fenua Blake to come and hope he turns everything. Yeah, around. I hope they actually start like making moves to like they don't have to win a comp this year. I think next year is kind of their window. But. They just need to start trying some things, seeing if Iro will 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 Itter work. Will he work? Is Talakai the better option? Will Talakai work in the back row? Like start figuring out these little things for when AFB comes in so you can go bang. AFB slots in over Kafusi. Kafusi drops to the bench. This bloke drops out. That's all. That should yep. be the only move. By the end of this season, we should be saying this is the only move the Sharks need to do is to accommodate for AFB coming in. Everything yep. else should be sorted out. Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, I think they are... I think this is going to be a bit of a down year for the Sharks, but it's unless yeah. they can change something up. Because I'm, I'm it's yeah. getting kind of stale seeing the same thing over and over and over and over. They could easily just come out and make semis. But, like, yeah. I don't. I, I think don't. if they make semis, they won't go anywhere. Yeah. If they make semis, they'll be in the bottom half of the eight, and I think they're going out straight away. I don't... Yeah, me too. I don't really... I think they played against that Roosters side last year, which, like, they should have beaten. If we're being real, they should have beaten the Roosters, uh, especially with it being at home. And then they went out back-to-back against Sharks and Cowboys in two home games. They've had three home finals and lost them all. So, yeah, that's really... I know it's concerning to say you've gone out straight sets in both sets of finals, but when they've all been home games too, that's a bit more concerning to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else? Just last year as well, I think yep. a lot of people still have... That that one Warriors game where they just gave up like a thirty to yeah. lead or whatever it was, and then another one at the back end of the season they came up against Newcastle and got yep. flogged. Yeah, I remember that too. Well, I remember they got oh. humped in New Zealand too. Yeah. So I think that's where people are going. Uh, this is starting to look a bit shaky because because they're the newish so they just finals. Yeah, and they were the teams that. They should have been on the level of. Like, I think, like, you had them put away, right? You put them away pretty easily. Weren't you guys up, like, 30 nil or something? Yep. And then, then, hey, then they we, we let them score. Footy. In typical manly fashion, let them score four tries in the last 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you guys are kind of on the same level at the moment in terms of it's been the same for a couple of years now. Like, it's, now it's got to start hitting. But you guys have brought Brooksy in. You're making some moves to change some things up. Because you guys had been running Brad Parker at centre with well Morgan Harper, Cola for a couple of years, Garrick Saab, Turbo, DCE, Foreign, or Schuster. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the same sort of pack. Now you've got Brooksy in there. Burbo's getting the start. You brought Nathan Brown in. 
you now got Sipley and starting in the front row. He's made a jump. You've shifted Garrick to center, brought Jackson Polo in. So you use just changes some things up. Whereas the Sharks have been quite stale for the last couple of years. Like similar to Manly in 2021 with that Turbo Dally M, they tried to run the same thing back every year, thinking like Turbo just won Dally M. Like, yeah, side's sick. But then eventually it got to the end of last year and you guys are like, this is not working. Like yeah, we haven't been able to recreate the same thing. Whereas the Sharks have gone two years now where they've done the same thing. So now if they're going to keep going, doing the same thing, they need to have the same realization of maybe something's not working here. We have to try yep. to change some things. Yeah, exactly. All right. Are we uh, good to move on to the fins? Yeah. Let's move on to the fins. I reckon we, we take a little quick break though, reset and uh, get into the fins for the last one. Let's get on to the final team. Fins up, bro. Fins up. Jared, what are we what are we what are we saying, bro? What are we saying? Like what do you reckon about the Dolphins this year? Um initially I was very, very excited. That has gnawed right down. I'm I'm on the same page. Uh my my range is eight to fifteen. 8 to 15. Oh, I'm going to go 10 to 15. Because I just, they just got that Wayne Bennett factor. Like, you just can't, you know what I'm saying? I do, I do. I just, I really don't like how things are looking. Hmm. I really don't like it. Mm. Now, of course, they can change it up mid-season. That would change yeah. things. But the way it's looking, I just, yeah, I, I'm not excited. I, I Hammer at the back, I think, will have a pretty good year. Yep. I don't like Farmworth on the right. I think, were we talking about this yesterday? Yeah. A lot of, the, I think we're, we're just getting out a lot of the things we said yesterday after trials. Yeah. I, I really don't like Farmworth on the right. Uh, j- j- just to quickly go over it again for those who didn't listen to that, because I think more people will listen to it, the previews. Yeah. I don't like Farmworth on the right, especially for a Sarko. I think a Sarko needs the ball in his hands, and Farmworth is kind of that barge over guy. He's going to take it himself, and Farmworth does a great job of that. He's not. It's not mm. like he's a ball hog or anything. So yep. like the Sarko thought Avarillo would have been perfect, and I think Farmworth would have been perfect for the left edge. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're going to go Tessie New, which I don't mind. I'm pretty high on Tessie New. But yep. that edge now, uh, especially with Gilbert going down, I think it becomes either Lemuelu or Aiken as the second rower. O'Sullivan. And then Tessie New and Jack Bostock. I, I just think that edge sounds very, very weak, especially yeah. with a team that wants to make the top eight. Yep, agreed. Um, uh, JMK didn't look great. Uh-huh. Can they? Can all of them back up the year they had last year? I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've got massive question marks over the Dolphins. Yeah, so do I, low-key. Um, and look, going going into the year, like, I was kind of thinking the Finns could be top, top six. Like, I was yeah, very, very high on the Dolphins. Um, but yeah, that's all kind of just died down now after... Everything that's happened during trials, I haven't been convinced with their play style. Um, I think it's looked a bit clunky. I don't think the halves have looked amazing. 
Um, there's a lot of question marks still over the Dolphins. And look, they're rebuilding, bro. Like, so I'm not too concerned about any of that. I, I, what does concern me, though, is that I don't feel like Osaka is going to have the chance to kind of bounce back, pick up where he left off from last year. Yeah, neither. Um, like I say, yeah. And Tom Gilbert's a massive loss. Yeah. Massive which, loss. Yeah. I, I think he would have been the Oregon side. I mean, he was last year. Yeah. Um, I think um, even if Farmworth was on the left and Everilla was on the right and I was happy with all that, I think with Gilbert going down, I think that crushed the eight chances for me anyway. Yeah. Um, that's very unfortunate too. I hope this really doesn't derail his career as well because he was really looking good last year. Obviously, he got picked for Origin too. Uh, still very young, isn't he? Yeah, I think 25, I want to say. 25. Oh, so I'm going to get good. younger. We'll see. I'm searching up now. Yeah. you 23. 23. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, hopefully this doesn't throw his career off, but it's pretty, it's pretty sad. I guess it has sorted out some of their forward pack, though. Aiken probably now is locked in alongside Lemuelu, Kafusi, Bromwich, two Bromwich boys with Flegler, and then your bench, you probably got Nichols and Wallace. Yeah, I don't think that's the strongest pack either. No. Like, it's not, not terrible. There's no, like, plotters there that you just go, why is he in first grade? But, like, yeah. Bromwich had a great career. I don't think he's bad now, but he's definitely not what he was, hence why he's retiring this year. He's getting older. Oh, is he? I haven't even heard about that. Yeah, this is his last year. Yeah, right. Oh, maybe. Uh, Kaf Kafusi, I think Kafusi's pretty strong. Uh, Aiken and Lemuelu, I mean, they're mm. decent. Romich at 13, like, yeah, he's a good player, but there's a lot of good 13s out there. Yeah. Nicholas, they're the, the leader of their pack, which I... Uh, He's a great player, don't get me wrong, but as the leader of a pack, yep. is he better than some of these other guys? I'm not too sure. I, yeah, it's just the, excite the excitement's completely died down for me, just based on everything that's happened in trial. Yeah. The, the, the decisions they've made positional-wise, injuries, just the way they've played as a no. whole. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too hyped for them. Yeah, I just think they made a such such a big recruitment push and just the fact that everyone's playing all over the shop you now has kind of ruined that the hype like you were saying everyone was kind of ex excited to see Farmworth on the left with Avarillo inside Osaka everyone's talking about you know potentially Lemuelu next to Farmworth with Kafusi next to Avarillo uh, Flegler coming in being that machine in the pack and it's all just kind of gone to nothing now because everything's just out of place it seems like yeah, and I I think Ever really would have been the perfect fit for that right edge. Yeah. Like, literally the perfect fit. Uh, I'd go as far as to say he could all, like, he'd probably end up a top 10 center. Yeah, right. Well, so, so sorry, repeat to me your range. Was it 10 to 17? Uh, 10 to 15. Okay, so you, you don't think they'll get the spoon? No, nah, I think they've got enough class there. I don't, yeah, I don't. I know the way that they're Sarko, Farmworth, JMK. Yeah. I think there's enough. I think their pack's pretty decent as well. Just not the strongest. And I think one of the issues I have though is 
It's the same thing we spoke about with the Cowboys in 22. JMK, Hammer, uh, Asako, Lemuelu. Like they had career years. Yep. They need to back it up. And it's scarier for the Dolphins because they finished... Far more than a career year too. Well, I mean, it's just... Yeah, exactly. And so did Flegler. Yep. Um, and they finished like 13th or 14th. What happens if they don't back that up? Yeah, it's a good point. Probably look and the economy gets stronger. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the Dragons look really good on the weekend. The Tigers, obviously, we know they've brought some people in. The Dogs keep recruiting and getting stronger. Um, the Raiders are still going to be the Raiders. Para is going to bounce back. The Titans look much better. Like it's a comp that keeps getting stronger. And I feel like if these players can fail to replicate what they did last year, like it's in, it's scary. I think it's scary. But I don't think that will happen. I think with being Wayne Bennett's last year, they'll probably want to finish pretty strong, um, finish out his tenure pretty strong. This is the main question I have, though. Like, how, how with Wayne Bennett leaving at the end of the year, how do you kind of view his time in the Dolphins? Was he is he the one that's gonna re, that's gonna recruit and build a solid foundation, and then Christian Wolf takes over and he takes them up? Or is yeah. Bennett the best that they're gonna get? Well, I mean, I think Bennett will do better than what Wolf will do from a coaching perspective, but I think he's built the roster. Okay. Very, very well. I didn't think it'd be anywhere near this good when the Dolphins came into the comp. So, big comp thing in twenty twenty five. I don't think any of these guys. I don't. I don't think this team's gonna be strong. Do you? Like, do you think that we had them? De- remember the chat last year? Like they're gonna yeah. come last. They might not win their first game to round eight. Yeah. The market when they win their first game. Yeah, I know. So. Yeah, yeah, I think he's done a very, very good job at building this roster. Um, Fourth takeover. Mm. Do you think they're going to struggle to recruit when Wayne Bennett not being there? I think he was a big driving factor, the reason they've got a lot of these players over there. Do you think nah, he's going to Yeah. I'm still excited for them long term. Yeah. Long term, like they've got Katawa there. He's only going to get better. I think Avarillo will only get better. Farmworth still entering his prime, same as the Hammer. Yep. Like, the Hammer's only had one full year of first grade. And he killed it in Origin, too. And I think that's a big telling factor. Like, he can go and kill it in Origin. The worst that you're going to get out of him is probably a top 10 center. If it if it doesn't work at fullback, yep. you're going to have a pretty good center. Yeah. I, I, I think players will still go over there. Yeah. They're going to have a ton of cap to spend as well when the Bromwich boys go. I think they're on like 800 each. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, this, I think this year's going to have to be a big recruitment drive, man. Because they, I think Gilbert will be back as well. I know probably retire. In two years. Yeah, I think might Nichols in a year or two will retire. Kafusi's coming to the end of his career. But they got some good, they got some decent young guys there now as well. Mm. Like, the aren't playing, like Tafari, if he makes a move to like a second row, maybe. Yeah. Um, I like Donahue. Mason Teague. Who? Donahue. Yeah, Donahue's a six, isn't he? Yeah, but I, I reckon he, like, you could, yeah, like, he you could, could build him out. 100%. I think he could build him out to be a 13 or a nine or something too. Yeah. Uh, Oren Kaylee over there as well. Junior team. Yes. The year after. Like, they've got yes. decent guys still going. Harrison Gray. Good nine for them. 
Yeah. Yeah, Harrison Graham as well. So I'm still I'm still excited for them. I think they they shouldn't find recruiting too hard. Okay. So we think they'll need to bide their time to make. I I, I said eight to fifteen because I think. If you get all your players firing how they were last year, I think they've yeah. got a chance to slide into that eight. But after what I saw from teams like Para, Newcastle, Warriors, like I think they're all ahead of them. The Cowboys are ahead of them. Manly are ahead of them. And yeah. like South didn't make the eight last year. I think they've they've got a a bit of an uphill battle to climb, to be honest. But we've seen Wayne Bennett do wilder things. So it's not out of yeah, the realm yeah. of possibility, but I think it's slim. Fair call. Anything else to add, mate? Nah, I, th- I think that's it there. Um, I guess kind of as the last thing, it's not, not a massive point, but I think Josh Kerr is yeah. somebody that, like, if there's an injury, I think he should be straight in. I'm high on Kerr. Yeah, so I've been high on him for a couple of years now. I remember we were talking about players that the Broncos could go and sign to fill in that pack, and he was definitely one name that was mentioned. Um, Not a lot of other people that are high on him too. Yeah. Mentioned him for Melbourne too. Um, as someone that could kind of go over there on a cheap deal. I like that he's ended up at the Dolphins. I think we had also put him down for the Dolphins too, but who didn't we put down for the Dolphins? Um, yeah. they've got a, they've got a strong foundation there. I think they just need to, yeah, just take their time in not overpaying for people, which they have done. You know, they have taken their time being patient, recruited people that they want. But, yeah, I think this next signing they make has got to be a bit of a marquee one, to be honest. Yep, me too. All right. All right. Is that, is that the, all? The end of the fir- first episode of oh. the season previews. Jeez. What a shift. What a shift. Oh, some good content out there. Four Zooms. Because I'm not paying for Zoom. I'm not paying for Zoom. I'm not in COVID anymore. Sorry. Uh, four Zooms. Oh, lots of chat. I need to go have a lay down, mate. You need to go do what you need to do. Yeah. Probably start pumping another part out tonight. All right. It would have been a long shift for you. Not feeling the best as well. So. Yeah, mate. It's, the thing, it's the things we do for you guys. Things yeah, right. Really- exactly. Hey, hey. Tell your friend to tell a friend, bro. We just hit 600, first of all. That's a big shout-out to all of you who've been following um, us. Bro, what, we started this page like a year ago, probably, now? Maybe maybe 13 months ago or something? Yeah. Six, 600 followers. I don't think I, I don't think we ever thought we'd even get to 600, to be honest. So, Not a um, this year. Yeah, so we appreciate it a lot. Um, but, yeah, keep spreading the page. Just help us run up, you know, all the followers that we can, man. Um, help us to get that exposure. We're really trying to get this thing pushing, bro. So we appreciate each and every one of you that's supporting us. And uh, yeah, big love, big things to come for 2024. All right, bro. I'll catch you in the next part, eh? Good day. See you then. Stay blessed. Stay safe, everyone. Appreciate you all for listening in. And we'll catch you whenever, whenever we see you next.